0: The Lord be with you. Welcome to Thin Places, the podcast channel of St. Aidan's Anglican Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. I'm Father Lee, the pastor here at St. Aidan's, and I want to invite you to join me here each week as we join together to share common prayer, common worship, and common life. And just as the streams feed the trees on their banks till they pour, So may my life be to all those who share this wilderness road. The twelve Jesus sent out, instructing them, Behold, For what you are to say will be given to you in that hour. For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Brother will deliver over brother to death, and father, child, and children will rise against parents and have them put to death. And you will be hated by all for my name's sake. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Will you pray with me? Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. For you are our strength and you are our redeemer. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Amen. When we moved into uh, the new building, the building that St. Aidan's occupies now, the church that was there before us gave us several gifts. Um, They gave us a a set of desks that are still in my office, uh, and they also gave us several icons. Um, And one of the icons they gave us is sitting on the altar top right now. It's an icon of St. Edmund. Now probably, if you're like me, at least you know at, at me six years ago, I wasn't clear on who exactly St. Edmund was. I hadn't heard of him. Uh, you know, I, I, I could tell because it says on there, Edmund Rex, that he was a king, uh, but I certainly had never heard a, a story about King Edmund. Um, I didn't know anything about him, what it was that he was doing, why he did the things that he did, uh, what the story of, of King Edmund was. The the image is quite striking. I invite you to, to, to take a moment, uh, you know, uh, after the service to, to look at it. It's it's done in the Egyptian or Coptic style of iconography, uh, which is is a, it, the, the way that they use shadows in in Egyptian iconography just is incredible, uh, very uh, in, in, intense and striking images. <clears throat> So today is the Feast of St. Edmund, King and Martyr. Part of the reason that that you and probably probably you and definitely I had not heard of King Edmund is because he wasn't uh, the king of England, he was a king of England. See, during the the Saxon era, uh, really during the first half of the first millennium, England was divided up into a number of various kingdoms. The place where Edmund was king was a place called East Anglia. East Anglia makes up what is now Norfolk and Suffolk. So it encompasses a large portion of the eastern coastline of England. It's a low country, rich farmland, and full of swampy fens. Today we might recognize uh, the priory at Norwich or the cathedral at Ely. But all of those are very recent developments, relatively speaking. <laughs> it's because the, the reason for that is the story of St. Edmund. See, Edmund became king in East Anglia sometime around the year 855. But we know almost nothing, certainly, about his reign until its end. See, the east coast of England had, for more than a hundred years, been subject to Scandinavian raids. But in the year 865, all of that changed. 865 was the year that the great heathen army landed on the shores of England. And these were not raiders in longboats who were striking at coastal villages and monasteries and then returning home. These were the sons of Ragnar. They landed in East Anglia and they intended to stay. It wasn't a raid. This was a migration. So at first, King Edmund paid the invaders in supplies and in horses, hoping that they would just continue on their way. And at first they did. That year, they moved north and sacked and occupied the city of York. During the next year, they overran the entire kingdom of Mercia, and then they returned to the, to the north and completed their conquest of Northumbria, And then, in 869, they returned to East Anglia. The Anglo-Saxon Chronicle records that the army of East Anglia marshaled its forces against the foe, but that it was the Danes who were victorious. And the tradition of the church tells us that the Vikings captured... King Edmund, and when they captured him, they beat him savagely. They tied him up to a tree, and when they tied him to a tree, he began to call out for Christ's aid. His captors began to jeer, to mock him, and then they promised that they would cut him free and let him go if he would renounce his faith, but he refused. And so the Danes used his body as a dartboard and their arrows as darts. But in spite of his torture, in the midst of his torture, he refused to renounce Christ. And so the invaders finally became bored and they cut off his head. St. Edmund was uh, initially buried at a small village nearby, but eventually his relics were moved to uh, a large monastery in France. Now, in our gospel lesson today, Jesus says to his disciples then and now, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves so be wise and be innocent trust in the spirit for your testimony and endure for the early church the wolves dressed as sheep so that they could move through the halls of religion and politics for Edmund They were a plague of sea wolves that were howling on his doorstep. And today it can be harder for us to recognize the wolves that are around us. But the truth is that they still howl behind the idols of power and privilege and plagues still pace on the other side of our thresholds. And yet the promise of Jesus is that if we trust, if we endure, in the face of idolatry in our culture, in the face of idolatry in our own hearts, in the face of the violence of broken systems or insidious disease, Christ's call to us is to trust and to endure. And the calling that he gives is a calling that comes with a promise. Whoever dwells under the defense of the Most High will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will deliver him. I will lift him up because he has known my name. Words from Psalm 91. And that's our God. That's God who's revealed to us in the person of Jesus Christ. The God who saves and the God who delivers is inviting us again today to come to his table, to receive his life, to receive our salvation, to be transformed by his presence and set free by his love. So come to the table. Be filled with his faithfulness and his strength. And then go back out as sheep among wolves. That we too can practice what we have learned from St. Edmund, who learned from Christ to trust and to endure. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for checking out Thin Places today. If you were blessed by your time with us and want to know more, check out anchor.fm forward slash thin dash places for more homilies, devotionals, and worship from St. Aidan's Church in Nicholasville, Kentucky. And make sure to follow us and leave a comment and join us again next time in common prayer, common worship, and common life. The peace of the Lord be always with you. The Spirit waged Jesus' blood outpoured, hope with our Father is restored, hope with our Father is restored.